Hello, 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 Edo. Welcome to No Choftes. We've got another victory in Europe. It's a marginal victory, but it's a victory that we'd have taken before the game. Roy and I are going to discuss as much as we possibly can so we don't bore you. So let's go. I think I, I need to start getting a sponsor for, you know, a deodorant because I, my, my, I haven't got sweaty armpits and I put deodorant on before the game thinking that I was going to be sweating buckets, but I'm, I'm good, bro. How you doing, man? Yeah, I'm, I'm okay, man. Uh, uh, as we said off camera, it was uh, quite a draining game and uh, to add to all that, there's a lot of humidity, Stoyibelon as well, which didn't really help her uh, a lot. Uh, Petty Swallows? <laughs> a little bit, just a little <laughs> bit. For those who understood what you said, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to keep it clean here. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, be before the game, I was discussing with some friends there, and um, I was asking them what do you think of the score. And uh, the score I got most was two one, two nil to Ammonia. Actually, the only person who, who got the score right was my daughter Anna. Said one nil, uh, and to be and to be honest with you, I thought that um, the game today was going to have a lot of goals, and I was wrong. But it could have. I think that uh, the the game was mostly in and around the area of both the teams, and uh, if they were a little bit more careful or we were a bit more careful when we had the opportunities, especially in the second half, the score could have been bigger. I'll agree with you, it's a marginal victory that we would have taken before, but we can definitely not be complacent. We saw a team with a lot of quality today against us, especially the beginning of both halves. I think they showed a lot of the quality and they put on a lot of pressure, playing one-touch football, they moved the ball around and you could tell that they're on a different level. But I think I think we we held on uh, quite well. Uh, the biggest chance they created was in stoppage time. I think that's where like uh, uh, we seem to be quite compact and concentrated. We didn't avoid some personal mistakes, but overall, I think we did quite well to not be threatened as much even though they they did seem scary moving the ball around uh in the final third and when the, the final decision wasn't as threatening and uh, we were lucky enough to score a lucky goal because the keeper should have done better i'd be gutted if we considered such a goal but i can't say it's it's unfair but definitely uh we have to improve uh in a week from now, if we want to stand a chance to going through to the next round. I agree. And the game went how I expected it to. And um, before I carry on saying what I'm going to say, those who are 
part of our membership scheme, you'd have seen the analysis I did of Midtjylland in terms of how they play on and off the ball with their attacking prowess, their defensive issues. And that's the reason why I expected today's game to go the way that it did. The opening 15 minutes, we looked very, very nervous. Very nervous. You know, they were dominant on the ball. Their movement was fantastic. The give and goes, passing in triangles, especially down our right-hand side. And by the third, by the half an hour mark, they'd moved the ball to our right-hand side 10 times. They were attacking us 10 times down our right-hand side. And that just shows where they believed we were we were weaker. Now, whether that be because maybe they, they had a feeling that Simic was going to play, maybe they felt that if Loizu played, he wouldn't be as energetic as the, we think he is. But the fact is that the game effectively opened up around about the half an hour mark, where our players looked to get more confidence. Granted, one point we looked all at sea defensively. Koulibaly was swinging his foot at the ball. You know, Fabi had to keep the ball in for a, for a and put it up for a throw-in as opposed to a, a corner kick. And then, lo and behold, you know, the man of the moment, the man in form, scores a goal, which, yeah, the goalkeeper should have done better. But all of that stemmed from us pressing high from the goal kick and Kasama needs to get a lot of credit for the goal. And I'll tell you why. In fact, let me see if I can bring the goal up. I'm pretty sure I've got it somewhere. Let's have a look. Hang on. Apologies. If Not the commentary. Not the commentary, please. I don't I don't want to hear it, even though it was funny. Now, this is the goal. They've they've taken the goal kick. And as you'll see, you've got Semedo, Gagulli. And as you're about to see, the corner of your screen right there is Kasama. Because Kasama knows that the midfielder is going to receive the ball and play a reverse pass to the centre-back, which is Juninho. You'll see Bezos coming in, but if it wasn't for Kasama, the midfielder wouldn't be trying to play that ball. Because if Kasama wasn't there, the midfielder is just going to spin off and just move the ball forward. So Kasama reads the pass to the midfielder, which then forces him to play that ball to the centre-back. And Bezos, at the top of your screen, reads it straight away. He knows the moment that ball leaves the, the midfielder's foot, that is an under-hit pass. He's going to latch onto it. He's still got a lot of work to do, to be fair, but he's done very, very well. And, and look, okay, the goalkeeper should have done better. But all of that stems from the press, stems from Kasama, and obviously the pass to the centre-back wasn't great. It was undercooked. But Bezos' anticipation coming from deep, which is what he did with the goal against Gabala, a deep run, mm -hmm blindsided, anticipates the pass, gambles, because he doesn't know if that pass is going to be over-hit or under-hit, or the perfect weight. Gambles, wins the ball, takes it to one side, shifts the ball to his right, puts it in the, in the, in the goal. So, we got a lot of things right today. We got a lot wrong. But, we didn't, we weren't punished. I think yeah. before the, before we went live, we were saying, Fabio only had maybe two shots to save, and I think that was all in the, in the first half. Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't the Alamo. Yeah. You said uh, earlier that we we did some things right and we did some things wrong. What do you think yeah. we did wrong? Personally, I think it was the defensive element on our right-hand side. As I said, by the half-an-hour point, they'd attacked us 10 times. I actually made notes, believe it or not, and I highlighted, because for the benefit of our viewers, 
Hopefully tomorrow I'll do an analysis of the game. If not tomorrow, it'll be Saturday. I've actually got the full 90 minutes. So I'm, I've made notes. I've I, look, Listen, I've, you could count the pages. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, twelve 11, 12. 12 sides of notes, minute by minute, based on what's happened. I'm gonna you're skip through. You're making me look bad, man. <laughs> Bro, this this is what I this get, gives me a govlan doing this shit. Mm, sorry, no. sorry for the language, but I will count the amount amount of times they attacked us on our right hand side that I saw myself. I probably missed a few as well. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. But that's in the first half. Thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25 times. 25 times they attacked us down our right-hand side. They obviously saw that as a, a weak area. I don't know why, though, because as I said before, Loizo has been known to track back. I'd have expected him to attack us down our left-hand side because Yan probably hasn't been protected enough by Semedo, but they didn't really get much joy down our left-hand side. Only when they made that, that substitution, when, um, oh, what's his name, came on? I forget the winger that came on. He scored the winning goal against um, that team from Luxembourg. Oh, for crying out loud, what's his name? Someone's going to tell me. Uh, Chilufa? Chilufa? I don't know his name. But when he came on on, the, on their right-hand side, they looked more threatening down our left. But at some point, I remember there was one or two instances where he started his run on the right-hand side and he's given the ball backwards to the midfielder and he's ran down to our right-hand side, right? So to overload that left-hand side. So I think defensively, we got it right in the centre. We got it right at left-back. In the midfield, we were brilliant, I think. All right, fair enough. They had a lot of the ball in the midfield and Bash was doing a lot of running. He was being doubled up on at times. But notice we became more solid as a unit when Loizu and Gusu came on. And when I did the analysis the other day, I said we need to start with Gusu in the middle of the park instead of Kasama. Not because Kasama is a bad player, but Gusu will add that protection when those two midfielders are there either hold up the ball when they go forward. That Turkish lad down our right-hand side was sensational sensational. His movement, his low center of gravity, the close control. All right. He wasn't shooting as much as he'd have liked. I know there was one shot which he blazed over the bar in the first half, but he was their guy. He was their guy. But apart from that, I, I don't see any problems. The, the things we did wrong as well, Roy, sorry to, to go on, right? Again, no from problem. the last pod that we did, we were wasteful in front of goal. There were so many opportunities where we got in behind them. Semedo had a chance. Gaguli had a chance. And as I said, as we progress through the competition, the level of opponent is going to get higher. The quality of defence is going to get better. And we're only going to get limited chances. And when we do get those half chances, we need to make them count. I don't yeah. think their goalkeeper made a save until the goal. No. So... Nice. You know, we're only going to get one or two chances in these games. Okay, inshallah, we got the chance and we scored. But in the second leg, it's going to be even tighter. And we're going to get less opportunities. So as I said, we need to be more clinical. But that was, that was, that was the two main gripes, the finishing and, and the lack of support in the 
in our right back area. But it, it changed when Loiza came on. And I could have got I got a few things to say about Loiza and some video clips, but we'll go into that later. Thanks. As far as the starting lineup is concerned, the truth is that I believed in, uh, contrary to the previous game when we played against uh, Gabala at home, where I thought that there were going to be two or three changes, I wasn't expecting uh, any changes, to be honest. I think we were discussing this between us on our, on our group. Uh, I saw Simic, which... Uh, I I I I thought it was time for him to start a game, you know, because he did seem in all three games when he came in as a sub that he's got the quality to to help the team. And I was curious mm -hmm. to see how different um, the team would have been from that right hand side, and uh, not just defensively, but also going up. Uh, and how he would uh, communicate with Matthews. Uh, the truth is that uh, I don't think he had particularly a, a really good game, Simic. He seemed a bit lost. Uh, and um, I can't blame him for the, not putting in an effort, but I think uh, he wasn't well, there was that one part the where he got the ball on, on the wing and he ran it out of play with no pressure around him. Mm -hmm. There was one time where he miscontrolled the ball. They broke away. Koulibaly intercepted it, went back to him, and he slipped over the ball as well. So I don't know whether it was just a bad day at the office or perhaps he was a little bit rusty. He hasn't played 90 minutes. It could be that. Was he thrown in too early? Well, in any case, I'm discussing just about him, you know, starting the game. The truth is I had, a, I, I expected more from him, like quality, because he is a quality player. There's no doubt in my mind that as the league progresses, there are going to be games where he, he will decide games with his quality. Uh, I can see, you know, sometimes when it just needs a few touches from a from a player to understand whether he's got it, but on the other hand, if a player doesn't play well in these first games, that doesn't necessarily mean he's a bad player. Just some, some players need more time to gel with the rest of the team. But if a player is good, I think you can tell from the first few touches that he has. And I, and I think that Simic is going to be a player that's going to help Omonia. And uh, from what we heard as well from uh, Jasper Janssen, he's, he's a player that came in as a... like. Um, he can play left, right, uh, second striker, maybe number 10. So I'm expecting to see him play in different positions. Hopefully, um, he will adopt and, and gel with the rest of the team. But uh, today wasn't really, really good. If I'm continuing from what I didn't like today. Additionally... Uh, Koulibaly seemed a bit shaky. There were two or three occasions that he made mistakes uh, that could have cost us. Also, a couple of other times with no pressure where, where he should have cleared the ball. He didn't do it. It didn't, it didn't cause any trouble, but he should have done better. So I'm hoping that Koulibaly will improve because it's 
his fourth game. And I can remember at least in three of the games where he did make some mistakes uh, that could have cost us. And, and they did. With Aris, obviously, it cost us. With Kabala, he also passed the ball back to Fabi and he caused trouble today as well. So it's something we should address, especially if Koulibaly came in to be the leader of the defence. So I also agree that we should have been a bit more, more clinical. Uh, we, we scored Tria Tessera Chenan, Ochton goal. And even though that's we're happy for him, uh, more players should start being involved in, in the goal scoring. Uh, I thought Semedo should have done better, Kakuli should have done better, and I agree 100% that you know you're not going to get so many chances, so you should finish them. The goal we scored, even though the, the press. The high press was good. Uh, the finish wasn't the best, and the keeper could have saved it. But we created pro hypothesis where it just needed Nandriplanjana shoot, apla make some space for yourself and, and kill it, and and we didn't do that. Exeginis hamen medar nitiga yana meli krinis apla ferendo etsi si zidisi ena nevasa enude minimata. On top of that, when, when there's 140 people watching live and there's so many comments, because listen, bring the keep the comments coming, don't get me wrong, but we kind of lose our train of thought. So first of all, thank you to Bumbo for joining our membership. Absolutely appreciate it. And also thank you for, um, uh, thank you to Mario. Keep up the great work, guys. Support from fans was great today. Great performance from Lang today. Mario, thank you for your donation, bro. Thank you to Bumbo for joining our membership. It is, this is absolutely superb. Thank you to everyone. And also thank you to everyone in the comments. I'm not prioritizing people here, but, you know, yeah. these guys are going a little bit extra. So they're, they're going to jump. Q jump. It's Q jumping. Yeah, it's Q jumping. But um, there, there's a, so, a comment. gone. Yeah. I was going to say that, you know, something we haven't done in, in some time is maybe uh, discuss about uh, every pl player individually. We can do that, I think. Then I can uh, maybe try and see what Sofroni said, even though I heard them on the radio on the way back home. And then we can maybe put up some messages and uh, discuss some of the messages. Please hit that like button like we always say. It's that time of... Well, bro, before you, you talk about that, shall we talk about the, the MVP? Because I'm in agreement with a lot of the people, a lot of the comments, a lot of the comments. Mario says Langenbash. Let's do it. One, two, three, and we, we say the same time. Ena, dio, tria, Lang. Lang. Yeah. Colossal, yeah. absolutely yep. colossal, and you know I've, I've messaged you guys at halftime. I said, you know, I don't, don't mean to jinx it, but he has been sensational, absolutely sensational. And 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 can I just do this? I'm going to take up some more of your time for this, but I have to do this. Okay, so here we go. 
This is, uh, oh, wait. Yeah, this is Adam Lang. Now, oh, oh shit, you know, sorry. So I've got some clips of Lang. And on this occasion, he's, um, he's one versus two because we lose the ball. And uh, yeah, Koulibaly, there you go. Sorry. We're 1v2 at this stage, right? And what's he doing? He's, he's blindsided to his right and he eventually times his challenge and he blocks the ball. Adam Lang of last season, I don't know what would have happened, but he's done so well to throw his body in front of that. With this one, the next one, we can't clear our lines. And he does so well to block the header. People are going to say, oh, he was lucky because he was standing in the way at the time. But he was at the right place at the right time. The next one, he reads the through ball that was intended for the winger who was making the diagonal run. And he reads it so well. He's like, okay, my ball. Thank you very much. The next one, he actually trusts Yan to win the ball. But he's ready to pounce even if Yan doesn't win the, win the ball. So he then notices a man was behind him. And he had the composure to just turn and, and play the ball on when it comes eventually. So you go. So he's anticipating the ball to go through. Yan cuts it out, anticipates a man behind him, does him, wins the ball. That's fantastic. This one is my favorite, actually, because this is just back to basics. Smash it away. Smash it away. No nonsense. No faffing about. Get out of it. Yeah. Now, this one, another good one. He scans the box. When the ball's out wide, he scans the box. He looks around him to see that there's no one around or to mark, and he heads the ball away. Standard. But these are doing the basics. And this is another good one. He doesn't panic. With this next one, he actually doesn't panic. He holds his run, wins the ball. He's usually deeper. He's, he's deeper than usual. He'd be further up the field in other, in other passages of play. But he holds his run, waits for the ball to come, in, uh, intercepts it, and plays it away. Basics. And this is what I say about doing the basics right. When you do the basics right, you can't go wrong. And yeah. he was fantastic. I'm sure you did other things in the game, but these are the bits that stood out for me anyway. Yeah, he, he, he was, like you said, the word colossal, I think, describes uh, Lang, Lang today. And uh, that goes to show that, you know, we, we do support our players and we, we obviously want them to do well. It's not, you know, a personal thing when sometimes we are, we are being a bit, you know, it's because we know what they can do. And uh, because we we know the, the level they can play today, I think we we saw one of the best performances of Lang in, in quite some time. I might be a bit unfair to him, but today, and uh, bearing in mind the level of the game today, he he was absolutely amazing. Another player I thought that, that was fantastic today was uh, Matthews. Matthews for me was you you counted how many times. 20 odd times that they tried to I, attack I the 23. <laughs> yeah, through the right, I thought that for, for me, Matthews was that synchronistic. Was uh, at times he never put a foot wrong, he always anticipated, he, he kept a distance from the, from the wingers, knowing that if he came really close to them, maybe they could. He, he, he would win the challenges. I don't remember, even though there was a lot of pressure from his side. And you did feel at times that, oh, maybe there's going to be some trouble from that side. In the end, I think he always did the right thing. 
and for me, uh, Matthews is a contender for MVP. Even though, yeah, uh, for me, it's it's Adam it's Adam Lang today. And again, is what you said last episode. Pash, Pash for me again. Yeah. Uh, the, even though Kasama wasn't wasn't bad by any means, by any stretch of imagination, I think again Kasama uh, was was great. He was absolutely great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I think another person that came on and made an impact was was Loizu. Gusu, uh, yeah, Gusu. But I think for me, Loizu was was very very important in this game because, as I said. They were attacking us down our right-hand side. And, and people were getting on his back and, and saying to me, you know, he shouldn't start and whatever. And you know what? Sometimes the, the lad needs to be knocked down a couple of pegs. Not that, he's a, not that he's an arrogant lad, but sometimes when you're playing regularly in, in a team and you're 20, 21 years old and there's, there isn't much competition, I'm not saying he gets complacent. Don't, take, don't think that I'm saying that. But when he's played over, I mean, how many games has he played in, in two, three years? 120, 130 games. And that's club and country. There's a lot of games. Yeah. So I think having competition on that right-hand side is, is great. And I know before the game, I was saying it's good to see Simic in because he's more direct. And I was hoping that he would be able to track back and do a job defensively. He wasn't doing it as good as he should have, to be fair. But when Loiza came on, we weren't threatened as much down our right-hand side. And again, I'm going to do an analysis tomorrow. But this is Loizu. You see him down at the bottom. He's tracking back. He's moving into the, the middle of the park. He's trying to win the ball. Again, he wins the ball, goes out for a throw-in. And we were seeing this all game. In fact, one time the ball's gone out for a throw-in and he's kind of like celebrated it. But here's another instance. He's tracking. Trying to win the ball back, give and go. Fine, absolutely fine. He's preventing these balls from being played in wide areas or down that right-hand side to to uh, give us problems. Again, look at that tracking. He's tracked the run. He's won the ball. Brilliant. Okay, it's gone out for a throw, but he's done what he, what he needs to do. So, again, he offers us so much from a defensive element. This one pissed me off a little bit because he was too busy appealing a foul throw, but he's run and he's, he's uh, conceded the corner. He stopped the cross from coming in. He offers a lot to, to our game, bro. Here he is down at the bottom. All right, pigeon-toed, but again, doubling up, helping Matthews, covering him if need be, offers support when he has to get the ball, does well there, brings it inside, brings it back to Matthews. Again, these, these are things that he's learning. You, the, you can't make a debut for your team and be the, the complete player. He's, of course he's going to make mistakes. Of course, he's going to be ball-watching at times. But look at the covering. It's brilliant. I, I don't have a problem with any of this. So, you know, as I said, the, the, oh, it's another one. Shit, no, sorry. Again, ball over the top. Guy controls it. All right, he's conceded a free kick here. It's a foul. But he still tried to win the ball back. So, I think we need to cut him some slack. Okay, he hasn't got a right foot to save his fucking life. <laughs> but I'm sure if he keeps working on it, It'll improve. But he offers a lot defensively. We saw it against Anorthosi in the Cup a couple of years ago. We saw it in the final against Ethne Gore. We saw it. We, we keep seeing it from him. Oh, he keeps so seeing I, it. I think, 
Hmm? Yeah, go on, go on. I think because we associate him with this tricky winger, with a low centre of gravity, good on the ball, has got a few tricks, not as many, but he's got a bit about him. But we, we don't see or we don't pay much attention to the, the hard work that he does because we associate him as this tricky winger. But he's got a lot in his locker and he can only get better. So I think we, we need to cut him a bit of slack. As I said, he needs competition for that right-hand side, for sure. But we need to cut him some slack in terms of what he does off the ball. It's important, bro. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I agree that uh, we, we said after the year that we won the league that he, he should uh, start putting more elements into his game. And we did also mention last week, if I'm not mistaken, that maybe the fact that he's been playing just this one Position as a, a right winger playing with the invert, like Medoandidetombodinaspumeodimbodinjanadombodinjanadombodinjanadombodinjanadombodinjanadombodinjanadombodinjanadombodinjanadombodinjanadombodinjanadombodinjanadombodinjanadombodinjanadombodinjanadomb
that guy. You're 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 muted. You're muted. Muted. Uh, I was the minimum that I see. Just talking at him at police. In the meantime, and I refco the losses. It is also funny. The Alan Bechton. Yeah. I'm entering the collection. I'm just starting to paint. Να καλύψουμε το παιχνίδι και ύστερα να μιλήσουμε και λίγο για τη σέντεξη και του Παπασταύρου και του JJ. Τώρα το μικρόφωνο μου είναι καλύτερα. I unplugged the USB and I plugged it again. And hopefully, this is the thing, I fucking bought a microphone for you guys, for the experience to be better. And you're complaining about my internet and my crackling. Show some love to the boys, eh, don't you? Well, the, sure, the sure. crackling is still there. To be honest, my guy, I, I don't know what's going on. We need we need better the the, techni the technician to come in and. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna try. No. I'm gonna plug it again, and try and plug it on on a different USB bundle. Hold on, and I'll. Well, before you do that, Pedro says hi, guys. Nice to meet you, Roy. So just give him a wave. Give him a wave. Oh, there you go. See, that's what you needed to do. Crikey, the team was much better with Gusel. Do you know what? My guy, I, I, I agree we were defensively better with Gusso, for sure. We had a, a few issues in the, the second half where they, they got in behind us a couple of times, but nothing major. So I think we, we did well when, when Gusso came on. And I said it in the preview, game in the middle of the park. Hello, boys. Hello, guys. Alexa, to USB, to Gabu Right. Keep it there. Don't touch the cable. Don't put anything near it. Protect it at all costs. Okay, but, but is it better? Can you still hear crackling? Yes, it's fine. No, 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 no crackling. Ah, no, nothing. It's fine. Okay. Keep, keep it there. Keep it there. So, yeah, uh, there's uh, great content. See? Great exclusive content. Lovely. See? I try my best for you guys, man. I try my best. I try my best. So yeah. I'm glad people appreciate it. And I appreciate everyone backing us. And this isn't just for the members. I, back, I, I appreciate every single person that even just hits a like. Honestly, I've got no, you know, if, if people can't afford to, to do it, if they feel it's not worth it, fine. But just hit that like button. Just hit that like button. And every pod that we do, just hit that like button and I'll be G. At this point, you know, I want to big up still because of all the effort he does for 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 you guys oh, as well. I mean, I I only jump on on uh, on this on this. Whenever we I, win, you only no, jump no, on whenever we, we win. win. I'm here. I'm here through thick and thin. But you know, the amount of effort, the time, uh, the knowledge, uh, the analysis that still the the the, the guests he gets. You know, that's that's not me, definitely. So, uh, big up to my bro, my partner still. Oh, come on, man. You know, th this is something that we've been doing from day dot. It's not, um, it's not anything new. But to be fair, I think, look, I, I don't want to say, uh, I don't want to say, say something that gets me misconstrued or, or misinterpreted. But since we've been doing this pod, I think we offer a lot different to what other podcasts do. Okay. And again, this isn't me, you know, being, oh, we're the best, you know, that kind of thing. But as I said, from the moment we started doing this pod, from day one, everything was different to what 
happens in Cyprus, be it us doing it in English, be it doing things live, to having comments up, to bringing on guests like as if it's a phone-in, to just the, the belares that we do, and obviously the analysis, the previews, having guests on from various countries when we sign a player. So, for example, with Bezos, we, we had Andrew on from Ukraine. Like the 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 uh, the pregame I did with Lars, who used to be the sporting director of Michelin. So we do things different. And I think that's what puts us on a different level to the others. All right, our viewing numbers, our subscriber numbers are minuscule in comparison. But I think the quality of content that we put out, it's, it's a different world. That, that's, that's my opinion. And obviously, I'm going to be biased. I don't want to be unfair on the other pods because they're doing a fantastic job clearly and I've got no issue with them I, and good luck to them I hope they, they do thrive and I hope they do do well but come on man like we we, we try to raise the bar all the time and, and I'm never going to stop doing this I'm not going to stop trying to raise the bar anyway so at, anyway at this point you know this is something I gave a bit of thought and it's unlike me to want to get into trouble but uh, there, there is something that bothered me. Uh, and even though I do agree that the more pods there are, even if it's Omonia-related pods, that means that more people are talking about Omonia. And I wish them all well. And I know the majority, if not all of them, who, who do pods with Omonia. But, you know, a, li a little bit respect to what we do. Uh, that's something that bothered me. Thelo Leon Barabano respect because we've been around. This is the fourth season. It's not as if we started doing a pod yesterday and people don't know us. So just a little bit more respect when people turn around and say that they're the first Omonia related podcast or it's something that was missing. Something's I missing. I'm looking for it. Something's yeah. missing. I'm so, looking for it. Yeah. M maybe what's missing is that they're doing it in Greek. But don't disrespect us, boys, uh, please. That's it. Gennato Afiko da me, e panalavano di Ethelo, la inaiute sincrusia, cosu di ramallo, non ho più di potere, alla, daxi. Encastero Bulusalus na to big us up in their pod, and I can understand that there's something new that they're doing, but, daxi le file. A little bit of acknowledgement, because they do know who we are, and it's a comment they could have avoided, or they could have, clarified that what they meant is that they might be a pod that is doing it in Greek and that's what differentiates them but as far as the quality the quantity, the analysis the guests come on now, just give us some fucking respect is, is, is there a slight chance like maybe a, a slither of a chance that it was only their second pod and perhaps the guy hosting it whoever said it wasn't able to say what he really wanted to say because he wasn't able to, because heat of the moment, not heat of the moment, but perhaps he wasn't able to articulate it in the way that he did. Look, when, when you showed me the, when you told me about it, I looked at it and I was fuming. I was fuming. And if this was fuckery month, it would have been up. But as I said, tranquilo, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, go in there with a the grenade because... 
I'm not on it. But anyway, I don't, I don't want it to I, get I, 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 No, 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 you're right. You're right. We don't want it to dominate it. But uh, the, the fact remains, you're right. We, we are streets ahead when it comes to the, the Omonia content. And listen, I'll just tell it like it is. What we put out is probably better when it comes to the information than the official channel. And, and this is my opinion. I don't expect you to say anything to that. But in terms of the information that we put out, whether it be the opponents, whether it be the new signings, whether it be like an analysis. There's, definite, there's definitely... No, 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 don't say nothing. Do. No, 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 no. Don't, don't, no, don't, there's, don't, there's no, stuff no. that we do. No, 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 no. no, no. I'm not going to no. put myself in a position. Anyway, this is something that Omonia even said that they find it very interesting and it's really good. The fact that we we have the ability through you and your connections to have people from the leagues or specialists or podcasters, whatever you want to call them. It's something that differentiates us. And uh, fun, anyway, pro, uh, moving on swiftly. Uh, uh, well, you do that uh, while I bring up the comments because we can't ignore like, the comments. I'm going to ask you, 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 I'm going there's some hit and miss comments with Gusu. And this sorry, for Gagu. Apologies. No, Gusu Gagu. And I, I don't want this to turn into one of those bashing. And Del Nero, I love you, bro. I love you. Honestly, I've got nothing but respect for you being supporting us from day, from day one, day one, day dot. And, and, and you know what? Guggle, for me, is still the man because of what he does off the ball. I think today he was a little bit isolated. It was tricky for him. He was a lone man. And look, he's going to have bad days. He's going to have good days. And yes, there was two moments where I almost pulled my pubic hair out because I don't have any hair on my head. The one where he was one-on-one and where he tried to shoot from 45, 50 yards, which was was crazy. But I don't know whether there was a foul at the time. But again, it's almost as if every time there's one person that ends up being the scapegoat. You know, it's like, it's like the opposite of flavor of the month. You know, one minute it's, you know, I don't know, Bash, then it's Gusu, then it's Karim, then all of a sudden, but at the same time, there's also a flavor of a month, and then there's bad taste in the mouth month for a player, you know. So, right now, people keep uh, picking on Gagu because it, you know, last month it was Zaha, and the month before that it was Lesiak, or whatever. Look, we do it ourselves, we we criticize when we need to criticize. I'll be the first to say, I was saying to basically like, you know, get rid of him when we lost to Abuel, but clearly, he's he's stepped up and. Of course, a broken clock is wrong. Is right twice a day. But this is this is football, man. This is football, and as I said, with this season, we're going to be more balanced with what we're saying. We're not going to be oh, humble's the best and bash is the best, and but we're just going to tell it like it is, and things need to be said. So let, let's be a little bit, you know, positive because we won the game. We didn't lose it. So yeah, we must be more crucial in the final third. We hold the ball too much, doing nothing. Better, I, I think. I half agree with that because we should be more crucial in the final third. Holding the ball too much, I think we release the ball too late in the wrong areas. 
when we had the ball and we looked comfortable, there was, there was one moment where we played some beautiful football. It involved Bash, Semedo, and then balls on the right-hand side. We, we played some good football today, but it, we weren't going to play this this expansive style like what we did against Gabala because the quality of opponent was a different level today. So you can't play the same way against Gabala than you do against Midtjylland and vice versa. So, again... Thoughts on Koulibaly, we've done that. But, you know, for right now, to be honest, Roy, for me, I'm going to take the words of my friend Steve, where he described Rudiger as a frog in a blender. That's Koulibaly at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> frog in a blender. Can you imagine a frog, frog in a blender? Just that, that's him at the moment. I think his feet move quicker than his brain. But anyway... <laughs> The two players in the midfield were switching positions while chasing the ball and the centre-backs always followed them. It was impossible to win the eight area. They were, they were so fast. I agree. They were fantastic on the ball. Fantastic on the ball. It, do you know who they remind me of, bro? Yeah, they remind nice me of Antwerp. Do you remember when we played Antwerp? They played a yeah. the very similar style in terms of their, their triangles, passing the ball, overloading one side of the pitch, getting the ball in the box. And the notice, I think and I'll tell you what. Antwerp, I think, underestimated a little bit. I don't think yes. Midtjylland did that today. No, but I'll tell you what. In Koulibaly's defence, today he did a job on that Cho. Because there were so many occasions where he roughed him up. He roughed him up good and proper. And Cho ended up getting booked for, for, for a foul on Koulibaly for being so frustrated. And it was only when that player came on, the other fellow, the striker, I forget his name, um, Kaba, when he came on, he was a target man. Every time they, they were aiming for balls over the top to him, and you know, he, he won a few of them. But anyway, I think Koulibaly did well second half, to be fair. I think as the game, he's one of those players where it takes him 15 to 20 minutes to get used to the rhythm of the game. And then after that, he seems to, to bed in. Anyway, right. Let's I, just, okay. Anyway, I, I, I don't, I don't basically wish for anyone not to do well and uh, I I hope that you know they ex with the existing squad we can do really well uh, we're always gonna root for the players it's something that we've been saying for many years now that you know when someone has a contract and is wearing the shirt we ex we expect a lot from them and and when they don't do it, that's when we criticize yeah. them. So if they yeah. can turn things around and, and prove that they, you know, deserve to start a game or play every sort of as many times as they do, we, we expect the best. This is what we expect. Yeah. Obviously, we can understand that not every game will be top level, but you know, anyway, I don't want to make it about this. This, uh, is, a, this is a good comment. This is a very good comment. They did play triangles in our box, and we are lucky that we didn't pay for the mistakes that we made, obviously. Um, um, but look, their goalkeeper made a mistake. We won the game. And as I said at the top of the show, if you'd have told me before the game that we'd win 1-0, I'd take it. I'd take it. Pedro says Adam Lang was really good. I agree. Simic still needs to bed in. I agree. <laughs> Koulibaly horror movie with uh, a boy. For all we know, he might smash Kvili die. You never know, bro. You just never know. We should have started with Humble plus Gusu plus those who started in the midfield. It was crystal clear to me. You said this in the in the pregame, Danero. Tell me why. I don't know if, if you got time or if you're still watching, but yeah. Anyway, can't wait for the next still reacts. I have another one. Give me give me some time. Give me some time. Fabiano must be the MVP. What are you talking about? Go away. 
This guy. For crying out loud, this guy. Leave me alone, MVP. Satisfied with the choices of Sofroni, brother, to the team. Decent performance against a tough opponent. Agreed. Did you see the attitude of losers today? Shame to have such an attitude when Fabiano is putting you in your place. What what did he do? Because I know Fabi had a go at him, and that was because he conceded the free kick needlessly. That's all it was. But when I, when you talk about the attitude, I'm going to try and find that clip for the analysis that Aloysio wins the throw-in and he's celebrating it because, like, yeah, I did a job. Yeah. Bro, did, I, I, I don't know. Do you, do you agree with that comment? Listen, I, I do understand that the amount of games that Aloysio has played put him in a position where he's now gaining other than just fans, people who are being critical. Because the more you play, the more the expectations are. Maybe, like you said in the beginning, he started off as one of the biggest talents, not just for Ammonia, but maybe in the Cypriot League in mm. in the uh, in Xero the last decade or so. So I don't be I won't exaggerate and say more than that. And uh, the fact that if any Prodasi, Persi, Eginasi, Prodersi, Malone, Egin and Jumbo Eginasi, I'm going to agree that we have to cut him some slack and, and realize that he's 20 and that he's putting in the shift, he's putting in the effort, he's trying. Obviously, uh, some people might believe that at, at this point he should have done better. And I don't know if I've mentioned this on the pod last week. A lot of people said, Oh, well, why didn't Berg uh, sign him and he signed Pitas? Because Pitas is 27 and he's not 20. And Pitas at the age of 23 or 24 was playing for Paralimni. And, and he worked differently uh, to reach to this point. So uh, rather than... I'm not saying not criticize him. Uh, and I did it last week when I thought that he didn't have a really good game particularly. But it's what still said that they expect from Loizos that no low center of gravity, the flashy stuff, he's dribbling, uh, more scoring. And granted, he should improve his finishing, his his right foot, strengthening his body. There, there's still a lot of things that he has to improve. But on the other hand, uh, and especially today's game, I will agree with you that when he came on in the game, it's, it was a point where... Uh, we controlled the game a lot more and Loizos did more defensively rather than going up because he wasn't particularly dangerous going up. So he did what he had to do and I'm and I'm very pleased with him today. So, yeah. Uh, Comment of then... the evening so far goes to... <laughs> Come on! <laughs> this it, is how we do it. By the way, is my, my, my microphone, is it okay now? It seems my okay. Connection, yeah, seems and, okay. and my connection's okay? Because see, I don't see any okay. lags, I don't see anything freezing. No, it seems to be okay. It seems to be okay. So, uh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, listen, we've we've done 51 minutes. I'm going to read a few things that, you know, some interviews, then we're going to move for 10-15 minutes just to talk generally about this. Uh, do this. 
της ομόνιας Ανδρέας Δημητρίου μετά το τέλος του αγώνα με την Μίτιλαν στο Γασιπί παρά χωρίς δηλώσεις στην Πράιντσελ. Έχουμε τον εκτός έτρας αγώνα, όμως δεν πάει να ισχύει ότι καταγράψαμε μια νίκη απέναντι σε μια πολύ καλή ομάδα. Καταγράφεται στην ιστορία της ομόνιας, δημιουργεί κάποια νέα δεδομένα. Πάμε σε μια δύσκολη έδρα, έχουμε διεθνείς παίχτες που έπαιξαν σε παρόμοιους αγώνες και θα πάμε εκεί για να διεκδικήσουμε την πρόκριση. Είναι μια νίκη που αλλάζει τα δεδομένα, από εκεί και πέρα πάμε εκτός έτρας, θα δεχτούμε πίεση. Είναι καλή ομάδα η Μίτζιλαντ που δουλεύει καλά. Έχουν δημιουργήσει ένα μηχανισμό που του επιτρέπει να είναι στο προσκήνιο. Είναι μια ομάδα παραδοσιακή τη χώρα και η ομόνια έχει τη δική τη ταυτότητα, το δικό τη χαρακτήρα και θα πάμε να παλέψουμε για να περάσουμε. Ήταν ακόμα μια εντυπωσιακή παράσταση του κόσμου. Είπε και ο προμονητή ότι έδωσε βοήθεια στην ομάδα. Τον ευχαριστούμε. 15.000 σε αυτή την περίοδο είναι εντυπωσιακό αριθμό. Πάμε για να προσπαθήσουμε να προκριθούμε. Δεν νομίζω να έχει κάτι που μπορούμε ιδιαίτερα να. Να αναλύσουμε, πάω στις δηλώσεις του Αυγουστή, τις οποίες επαναλαμβάνω άκουσα και στο δρόμο πίσω στο σπίτι, μες στο αυτοκίνητο. Ε, Ικανοποιώνω από την προσπάθεια των παιχτών του, αλλά και το προβάδισμα ενώψης ρεβάνς. Παρουσιάστηκε ο Σοφρόνης Αυγουστή. Ο Κύπριος τεχνικός σχολιάζε μετά το παιχνίδι κοντρα στη Μύτηλα την παρουσία των παιχτών και για το παιχνίδι στη Δανία. Το αρχικό του σχόλιο... Έχει τελειώσει το πρώτο ενίχρονο. Συγχαρητήρια στου παίχτε για την προσπάθεια. Ξέρουμε ότι μα περιμένει μια δύσκολη αποστολή. Να πάμε και να προσπαθήσουμε να προκριθούμε. Στο πρώτο μέρο είχαμε κάποια προβλήματα. Στο δεύτερο διορθώσαμε κάποια. Αν θυμάμαι καλά, η φάση τη Μίτιλαντ ήταν μετά από πέναρτη που ζητήσαμε. Το οποίο, by the way, δεν ήταν πέναρτη. Σε με εδώ. Γι' αυτό, ναι. Στο δεύτερο μέρο, κάναμε ένα καλό παιχνίδι. Πρέπει κάποιε φορέ τι αντεπιθέσει να είμαστε πιο αποτελεσματικοί. Κάτι που αναφέραμε κι εμεί. Θα το αναλύσουμε. Είναι μια μεγάλη νίκη κόντρα σε ένα μεγάλο αντίπαλο. Ευχαριστούμε τον κόσμο. Μα βοήθησε πολύ στι δύσκολε στιγμέ. Οι παίχτε να συνεχίσουν μέχρι το τέλο. Κρατάμε το το πρώτο μέρο. Πάμε να κάνουμε το παιχνίδι μα. Ξέρουμε τι μα περιμένει, αλλά πάμε εκεί για την πρόκληση. Για τι φάσει που δεν βρήκε η ομονία και δεν ολοκλήρωσε, δεν μπορώ να έχω κάποια απάντηση. Θέλει σίγουρα πιο καθαρό μυαλό. Θα το αντιληφθούν όταν το δουν και μετά την ανάλυση. Κρατάμε την προσπάθεια και του αξίζουν συγχαρητήρια. Για τα λάθη που παρατηρήθηκαν και το κλειδί για την πρόκληση, έχουμε μια ομάδα με διεθνεί παίχτε, δεν πρέπει να πανικοβάλλονται, να πιστέψουν στου εαυτού του και έτσι θα αποφύγουμε τα λάθη. Να παίρνουμε σωστέ αποφάσει στο παιχνίδι. Πέσαμε σε παγίδε όταν δεν είχαμε υπομονή, πάλι κάτι πολύ σημαντικό που συμφωνώ, στο πρώτο μέρο. Να ξεκλειδώσουμε τον αντίπαλο και να δημιουργήσουμε περισσότερε φάσει. Γιατί οι ρεβάντ θα προσπαθήσουν να μπουν δυνατά, όμω πρέπει να είμαστε έτοιμοι να τον τιμωρήσουμε με το δικό μα τρόπο. Για τον Πέζου, ο μηχανισμό τη ομάδα είναι να παίρνουμε γκολ από όλου. Κάνουν προσπάθεια οι παίχτε, δημιουργούμε προβλήματα στου αντιπάλου, του λείπει τον γκολ. Μακάρι να πάρουμε γκολ και από άλλου παίχτε. Για τι πιθανότητε, πρέπει να είμαστε 100% έτοιμοι, γιατί εκεί δεν υπάρχει αύριο. Να μην μα επηρεάσει η έδρα, πρέπει να είμαστε πιο κοντά στου αντιπάλου και να του οδηγήσουμε να πάρουν την μπάλα εκεί που θέλουμε εμεί. Δεν κινδυνεύσαμε στο δεύτερο μέρο για αυτό που κάναμε. Εντάξει. Ε, νομίζω σε γενικέ γραμμέ πάνω κάτω τούτα που είπε ο προμονητή τη ομάδα είναι πράγματα τα οποία αναλύσαμε και εμεί και αναφέραμε. Σίγουρα το παιχνίδι είναι ο επαναληπτικό, δεν υπάρχει όντω αύριο. Είναι 90 λεπτά ή όσα χρειαστούν, αν πάει η παράταση το παιχνίδι, στο οποίο να θέλει να συνεχίσει την Ευρώπη, πρέπει όντω και πιο συγκεντρωμένο να είσαι, και πιο αποτελεσματικό να είσαι, και να προσθεθούν και άλλοι παίχτε. Οι οποίοι να βοηθήσουν στο σκοράρισμα. Από εκεί και πέρα, επαναλαμβάνω τον που είπα στην αρχή, επειδή θέλω να χρονοτριβήσουμε άλλον, είπαμε ότι θέλαμε να κλείσουμε στην ώρα, αλλά δεν νομίζω να κλείσουμε. Εσεί 183 άτομα που μα βλέπουν, οπότε περιμένω ότι έχουμε πάνω από 100 likes αυτή τη στιγμή. Πώ έχουμε στέλ, 
Crikey, you're putting me on the spot now. Um, I can see on my screen we have... Where is it, man? I can't even see it now. Where's it gone? Anyway. Oh, for crying out loud. What's going on with this street? Uh, do you know what? Something boogies going on. I don't, I don't know what's happening. Okay, first of we've all... Cra we've crashed the internet, man. No, it must be my internet. First of all, thank you to Gateline Bumbo and also thank you to Nicola for joining our membership. I also need to thank George because I don't know how he's done this because Thassos messaged me to say, I don't know if you know, but it's come, if it's come up on your screen, but George gifted five memberships to people. George has yeah. gifted five memberships. I, I, I don't know what's happened here. How do you do this, George? Well, thank you. Thank you for a start. But what is this about? And I, I just see Epidimos random names. George. But I'm seeing some random names. I, I, I don't and, and, know that. And even did this, and even did this, oh, George. <laughs> I don't know what's happened here. Can someone explain? 105 likes, 119 likes. 119. I, I, don't, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Uh, okay, but, but thank you, everyone, for like, I'm, I'm getting a bit confused here now. My brain isn't all, is all over the place. Right, I've got some quick comments to bring up because, again, yeah. I don't want this to turn into some kind of uh, bashing show. Let's have a look, one second. Uh... Ba -ba 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 -ba. Oh, for crying out loud, Stell, where is it? This one here. <laughs> we don't want to bash Kulibali, okay? And I know Bazinon doesn't doesn't really believe that Kulibali is any good. I I still think he's got time. I still think he's a good player, man. To be fair. What I'm going to say about Koulibaly, okay, obviously the sample is not big enough. But I'm going to say something that I've said to other people as well. Omonia needed not just the defender who's going to be the best out of the four that we have, but he's going to be one of the best in the league, if not the best. Obviously, it's still early, early stages. And for me, it's not enough if Koulibaly is, you know an honest, good defender who's quick and is good in the air. What we needed there is a person who not only is going to give you that security in the back, but also with his experience, help uh, Panayotu Nicolas to become a better defender. He's going to keep Lang concentrated. And at the same time, he's going to put some pressure and wake up the ego of Militic and say, you know what? I was one of the best, best defenders in, in Serbia. I played for the national team. I was voted in the best 11 in, in Serbia. And I'm not here to be fourth option in, in a team in Cyprus. So this is what you need, other than the characteristics that he's going to bring into, into the team, like to be able to build the game from, from, from behind, communicate. So it it is... A little bit. I'm not. I don't want to use the word concerning. At the time, I want to give. I want to give him more games. I want. I want to see him grow and gel with, with the team. But from what we have seen up till now, he had some good spells and he he had some mistakes that he should have avoided. 
So I'm not convinced yet that he's the leader or the player we were missing, or he he hasn't got the characteristics that I would have liked for the leader of this defense. But at the same time, uh, I, I don't want to throw a cruise on the heart in general, or Θέλει σίγουρα να, να ανεβάσει και την απόδοση του και τη συγκέντρωση του και να δέσει με, με οποιαδήποτε δίδυμα μπορεί να παίξει. Ε, τη δεδομένη στιγμή, ε, εγώ θεωρώ ότι ε, με την απόδοση και τη σημερινή του Λάγκ, ο Λάγκ έχει προβάδισμα στο να ξεκινά σαν ο βασικός αμυντικός. Και σαν ένας άνθρωπος ο οποίος ε, πιστεύω πολλά στον Νικόλα και θεωρούσα και που πέρσι ότι ό,τι και να γίνεται ο Νικόλας έπρεπε να είναι ένας που τους πιο. Θεωρώ ότι όταν και άμα επιστρέψει ο Νικόλας και αναλόγως της φυσικής κατάστασης που έχει και τα πόσα λεπτά μπορεί να δώσει, ε, μάλλον εγκίνος που είναι να πιάσει τη θέση για μένα, αλλά επαναλαμβάνω, δεν ε, θέλω να κρίνω κανέναν Πουτά τώρα, σίγουρα θα κρογράμμα τώρα. Anyway, έκαμαμε μια ώρα και ζήτησε μου κόσμος και σε μηνύματα να πω την άποψή μου για τις δηλώσεις του αθλητικού διευθυντή. Go ahead, bro. Floor is yours, my guy. Yeah, thank you. Του αθλητικού διευθυντή μας που ανέβηκε πριν τρεις μέρες, αν δεν κάνω λάθος. Ε, η αλήθεια είναι ότι την επόμενη εξαφνιάσαμε μας με ακόμα μια σέντευξη του Προέδρου της ομάδας του Παπασταύρου η οποία θεωρώ ότι δεν εύκαλαν ιδιαίτερες ειδήσεις ε, και από είπε ο Παπασταύρου ήταν μια μάλλον αθέλετε και από είπε ο Παπασταύρου ήρθαν να κάνουν αλλάγη στο αγωνιστικό με και από είπε την προηγούμενη ο, 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 ο αθλητικός μας διευθυντής θα πω κάποια βασικά ε, σημεία τα οποία θεωρώ ότι εύκαλαν την συνέντευξη και που για μέσα να πω και την προσωπική μου άποψη. Ε, για να είμαι απολύτως ειλικρινής, όταν ευκήκαν η, η συνέντευξη παραμονές ενός πολλά σημαντικού παιχνιδιού ευρωπαϊκού, δύο σενάρια επικρατούσαμε στο μυαλό μου. Το ένα ήταν ότι ήταν μια νερόβραστη συνέντευξη, η οποία εύκαλαν καμιά νύση για πράγματα και το επόμενο σενάριο ήταν ότι είτε να συνδυάζεται με κάποια ανακοίνωση ή αν μη τι άλλον μια ανάλυση των παιχτών που θέλαμε και των χαρακτηριστικών των παιχτών που θέλουμε να φέρουμε στην ομάδα. Αντί αυτού θεωρώ ότι η συνέντευξη του αθλητικού διευθυντή εστεναχώρησε ή απογοήτευσε την πλειοψηφία του κόσμου που περίμενε να ακούσει ότι εναφέρουμε παίχτες και αγκάμουμε. Που την άλλη όμως ε, θεωρώ ότι ε, επειδή αρχικά εγώ εθκεύασα τη συνέντευξη και στερα είδα την επειδή ήθελα να φτιάσω λίγο το body language του ανθρώπου επειδή είναι πολλά διαφορετικό να φτιάζεις κάτι άλλο να βλέπεις μπροστά σου ε, θεωρώ ότι που τα λεγόμενα του Περισσότερο από οτιδήποτε ήθελε να, να δείξει στου παίχτε που εντιαμέ ότι εμπιστεύκεται του. Δεν ευκαιρνεί δημόσια και να λέει θέλω παίχτη ποτσίποδα και κατ' επέκταση. Όπω είπα πριν, 
παραμονές ενός παιχνιστικού ρίφκης μόνο μια στη ψυχολογία, δηλαδή αν έρθεις και πεις, ξέρω εγώ, ναι θέλω να φέρω ένα center for, πώς περιμένεις τον Κακουλίνη, τον Καρίμ να μπουν στο παιχνίδι. Ε, αν πεις ότι είναι να φέρουμε άλλον παιχτή στη θέση του Εράκοβιτς, πώς είναι να νιώσει ο Χάμπος, ας πούμε, ότι μπορεί να πέσει πίσω στην ιεραρχία. Αν ελάλες ότι να φέρω άλλον κεντρικό αμυντικό, πώς είναι να ο Λάνκ σήμερα, ας πούμε. Οπότε θεωρώ ότι τα πράγματα που είπεν ε, they, had, they, they did make sense, είχαν κάποια λογική. Ε, μπορεί να με βρίσκουν σύμφωνων 100% και πιστεύω ότι να γίνουν και άλλες μεταγραφές στην Ομόνια. Απλά ίσως ήταν και ένας τρόπος και ο ίδιος να αποφορτήσει. Έθα γίνουν σίγουρα στον αριθμό που μπορεί να πιστεύει ή να θέλει ο παραπάνω κόσμος. Αλλά να γίνουν, ότι να γίνουν μεταγραφές, να γίνουν. Στο κάτω-κάτω της γραφής δεν είπε ότι δεν θα γίνουν μεταγραφές. Απλά είπε δεν λέω αυτό, αλλά δεν λέω και το άλλο. Ε, τούτον. Το άλλο είναι ότι εμέσως πλήσης σαφώς ε, ε, παραδέχτηκε ότι υπήρχαν διαφωνίες με τον Σοφρόνη αλλά τούτον έχει να κάνει ότι εθικά άτομα που επηρετούν την ομάδα που διαφορετικά πόστα και έχουν διαφορετική φιλοσοφία και προσέγγιση ε, και θεωρώ και τούτον το κομμάτι ότι είναι κάτι το οποίο μπράβο να δουλευτεί νομίζω είχε μια ρεαλιστική προσέγγιση ότι εντάξει εγώ είμαι δαμέ για να δουλέψω σε ένα μακροπρόθεσμο πλάνων ενώ ο Σοφρόνης ενδιαφέρειτον ως προμονητής να έχει τον ευχάριστον πονοκέφαλον να έχει παραπάνω παίχτες σε παραπάνω θέσεις. Σε ό,τι αφορά τη θέση του Εράκοβιτς, εδικαιολόγησε το ότι μπορεί in-house να καλυφτεί ο τραυματισμός του Εράκοβιτς. Θεωρώ ότι ο Εράκοβιτς είναι να επανεγραφεί στο ρόστερ το Γενάρη και μπορείς μέσω του Χαράλαμπου, ας πούμε, του, του Σίμιτς ή και του Μπέζους να καλύψει τη θέση. Στο wing νομίζω ότι αν λαμπανγκαλά και ο άμμο φτάσει σε ένα σημείο στο οποίο η φυσική του κατάσταση και χάσει τα παραπάνισσα του κιλά να τον κλείσουμε. Και εξακολουθώ να πιστεύω μέσα μου ότι δεν είναι κάτι το οποίο ξέρω, είναι κάτι το οποίο πιστεύω ότι είναι να πιάσουμε και ένα σέντεφορ. Που γιάνω και αν γίνουν οποιασδήποτε άλλες αλλαγές μέχρι τις 15 του Σεπτέμβρη Αφήνουν παίχτες αν, αν η ομάδα λειτουργά με τον τρόπο τον οποίο μπορεί να θέλουν, πιθανόν να ψάξουν και κάποιες άλλες θέσεις. Έχουμε τρεις καινές θέσεις, έχουμε 14 τώρα ξένους και κοινοτικούς, δικόμαστε ακόμα τρεις μεταγραφές. Δεν λέω ότι θα καλυφτούν όλες οι θέσεις, πιθανόν να πιάσουμε παίχτες στον κατάλογο β' και να δούμε πώς είναι να πάει. Τούτο που θέλω να πω έτσι καταληκτικά ε, είναι ότι δεν αρκεί η ομόνια να είναι έναν καλύτερο version της περσινής ομόνιας. Δηλαδή είμαστε εικονοποιημένοι αντί έκτη να είμαστε τέταρτοι. Θέλεις να είσαι για ε, και να διεκδικάς και αν το χάσεις τις λεπτομέρειες τότε ναι. Και θεωρώ ότι η προσέγγιση της ομόνιας φέτος ήταν μια ομάδα η οποία σαν να πούσε ή έπιασαν το πρωτάθλημα ή έχασαν το στις λεπτομέρειες. Δηλαδή, ουσιαστικά η ομόνια και αλλάξαν πολλά πράγματα σε σχέση με πέρσι και πιστεύει ότι μπορεί φέτος να διεκδικήσει ή να πάει μέχρι τέλους 
με πάνω κάτω το ίδιο ρόστερ που είχε τις προηγούμενες χρόνιες. Οπότε τούτον έχω να, να πω. Είναι να αφήσω και ο Στέλ να πει τη γνώμη του, ώσπου να πάω μέσα ένα λεπτό και έρχομαι πίσω. Εντάξει. Εντάξει. Well, well, for the members and for the new members, if you go back to the member section, you will see I did a Stel Reacts and I watched the whole video, the whole interview with JJ and I reacted to it. I literally, that was the first, I watched the first seven minutes before I decided to do it just to get a rough idea what it would be about. But the whole episode, which was like 29 minutes long, I did a full reaction to it. And what I'm going to say, I'm not, I'm not going to go into it again, but there was one thing that JJ said that really stood out for me. And again, I don't want to be a you know, negative Nelly and I want Roy's opinion when he comes back from whatever he's doing. Anyway, and I want you guys to tell me what you think about this because he said that the main ambition, word for word, the main ambition is to qualify for the group stages of the Conference League. So what happens if, God forbid, we go out in the next round or we go out this round. What does that mean for our strategy? Does that mean that if we do go out to Midtjylland, we won't sign another striker? Does it mean if we do go through, we sign another striker? Does it mean if we don't, if we go through and we miss out on the group stages via the playoffs, do we not bring in any more players? Does it mean Sofroni's neck is on the line? This is something that I wasn't clear about. Ah, look at that. That's the beer glass. That's the Nochoff, there's beer glass. That's modeled by Roy. You can get in touch with Bedro, by the way. This guy, this Bedro here. Okay. <laughs> it's a wrong message to put up. <laughs> Maybe that's another one. But get in touch with that Bedro. He's on Facebook. If you want to Nochoff, there's beer glass. We do flasks. We do mugs. The works. And we do the T-shirts. Done by Omonia Edits. We've got the, the Omonia, the Nochoftes Fanella, which is designed by Omonia Football Town. Big up Omonia Football Town. Big up Omonia yep. Edits. We do our graphics and everything, that top-notch stuff by, by both of them. Of course, of course. But again, for the members, just to let you guys know, hopefully at the end of August, we'll do a big giveaway. So it might be the new shirt. We haven't decided yet. So let's just see how many... New signings, or sorry, new sign, new members we can get, and how much we can get from that, and then we'll put all our money together, and we'll do a big giveaway. We might do separate prizes as well. We might do the first prize, second prize, third prize, just for the members and for the usual subscribers. We're going to do no chuff. There's merchandise giveaway, so that's all coming hopefully in September. But right back to what I was saying when you you weren't yeah. here. Yeah. Again, I don't know if you watched the the, the reacts, the still reacts, or you obviously watched the whole interview with JJ. He said that the main ambition or the main goal is to get into the group stages. If that doesn't happen, what does that mean? Does that mean that we're not bringing any more players? Does it mean we are bringing players? Does it mean Sofroni's neck is on the line? Again, it's a grey area for me. I don't know what he meant by that. Well, I think that, uh, okay, he, he obviously, another thing that was important, what he said, he he's number one when it comes to the football in Omonia, obviously behind Baba Stavru, but he said that uh, 
Εγώ αποφασίζω, έχω τον πρώτο και τον τελευταίο λόγο, πάντα σε συνεργασία με τον Σίμον και τον Σοφρόνη. Είπεν ότι ένας προπονητής πάντα θέλει παραπάνω παίχτες και σκέφτεται λίγο πιο short term σε σχέση με εμένα που είμαι δαμέ για να υπηρετήσω έναν πλάνο το οποίο είναι πιο μακροπρόθεσμο. Επού την άλλη, εντάξει, ο Σοφρόνης γνωρίζοντας και προπονώντας και άλλες μεγάλες ομάδες μες στην Κύπρο, ξέρει πολλά καλά ότι ο πρώτος που να υφάει αν δεν έρθουν τα αποτελέσματα, έναν ο ίδιος. Οπότε θεωρώ εγώ ότι εάν, ας πούμε, κάποιος εκαθαρισικάζεται το Σοφρόνιν και λένε του, ξέρεις κάτι, «Don't worry, να μην είσαι no matter what», μπορεί και ο ίδιος να είναι έτσι, αλλά θεωρώ ότι εξεκάθαρο ότι σε κάποιες θέσεις έχουν διάφορα προσέγγισης. Δηλαδή, π.χ. στο θέμα του Center 4, να δώσω έναν παράδειγμα. Η ομόνια είναι διέψευσε, ούτε είπε ότι όντως έτσι είναι. Πριν λίγες ευτομάδες, μιλούσαμε για μια συζήτηση για να φέρουν τον παίχτη το Μορόκο. Και παραδέχτηκε ο πρόεδρος της ομάδας ότι η μόνη πρόταση που είχαν ήταν από την ομόνια. So, that says that ομόνια did actually try to get a striker in. Now, whether that didn't go through, obviously, maybe it's not that they disagree that there is a need for a striker in the team, but it's the characteristics and the age. Maybe Sofronis wants a striker that's 32 years old with experience, and, and JJ wants to bring in an Ambechtin catalogo vita, and he wants to bring in an Ambechtin with Proptigin, and with the policy. That's what happens, and και επαναλαμβάνω, ακόμα και εγώ ίδιος όταν εσείς διδούσαμε φίλους και άτομα που είναι πιο κοντά στην Ομονία, είχα τους πει ότι ο αριθμός των μεταγραφών που θα πρέπει να κάνει η Ομονία φέτος πρέπει να πλησιάζεται σε 9 μεταγραφές. Δηλαδή, έφυγαν 7 παίχτες και ήρθαν 5 εκ των οποίων ένας τραυματίστηκε. So, και αριθμητικά στον μαραθώνιο που έχουμε, ενώ μπορεί να δεις ότι έχω 2 παίχτες σε κάθε θέση and then some, like another couple of players, But are you sure that the cohesion of the team, the quality of those players, no matter what happens, is going to be up there? Because I repeat, then after you money and angle literary budget with ambersi je probersi, prebir angle literary bon antagonism ondis. Allah sebume to oti tulaiston efkiam prostexo la lucy no diahum en duton to planon je me basin dun to planon en na prohorisume. Αν ο κόσμος έχει την υπομονή, ας τριχτεί ο τεχνικός, ο αθλητικός διευθυντής, ας τριχτεί ο προπονητής και οι παίχτες, μόνον τότε μπορεί να δουλέψει το πράγμα. Αλλά being in Cyprus and knowing how things change from one minute to another, because και πέρσι 25-26 παίχτες και προπέρσι είχες. Αλλά προπέρσι ήρθες έβδομος και πέρσι ήρθες έκτος και προφανώς δεν δουλέψε πολλά καλά τα μαθηματικά ας πούμε. So, εντάξει, μακάρι να πάνε καλά, τι θέλει ο κόσμος. Στο τέλος της ημέρας ο κόσμος θέλει να πιένει στο ύπεδο, να θωρεί μια καλή προσπάθεια, να θωρεί τους παίχτες να προσπαθούν και να διεκδικάς και να προσπαθείς να κερδίσεις. Αγίνητον το πράγμα, έμπα να γίνει με τούτους που εντοράδαμε, έμπα να γίνει χωρίς να κάνεις μεταγραφή, επειδή και εγώ μπορώ να αποδεχτώ ότι να φέρουμε άλλο ένα δύο παίχτες, άλλος μπορεί να φέρει I'm not trying to be funny here, but I think someone needs to pick up the phone 
and call Alexis Sanchez and say, how much do you want to come and play for Armonia? Call Alexis Sanchez. He's 34 years old, but he'll do a job. Call him. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. He doesn't fit the criteria that Armonia is set. Listen, I, listen I, I'm, I'm joking around. Listen, I, I know Andre Ayew is available on a free transfer. He's 33 years old, but this guy wants a million, a million dollars a year. You know, it, players of that ilk, of that experience, they're going to want big, but yeah, they're going to want big, big money. And we're not going to pay that. We can't afford to pay that for a start, but we're not going to play uh, pay that. So Okay, let me, let me just add something. Sorry to interrupt you, yeah. because, you know, I, I had a few things in mind and uh, I keep forgetting some of the stuff I wanted to say. I think that, you know, last year, not a lot of players did enough to to secure or guarantee their position in the in the squad this year. And yeah, even I think if, we can all agree on that. Yeah, even if more players had left uh, this summer, I don't think a lot of fans would have disagreed mm. uh, because, as I said, they haven't done enough. On the other hand, I I do understand that you know uh, you you start believing more in, into these players and it's if these players were running out of contract a lot of them wouldn't have been here so it's a mixture of both it's the belief that the, the quality is there and for different reasons they didn't manage to to play on the top level and the fact that they don't want to compensate players because obviously that would have affected uh at the end of the day the the amount of of money that you can pay to bring in other players. So, again, if, if if you had said for the sake of the conversation that another five or six players that were under contract, you broke the contract and you want to replace them, we've seen what happened with Barker. Barker has been there and they're negotiating for, what, a month and a half, two months. Yeah, true. So, imagine true. if you had to do that with another four or five players. I don't want to say names because I'll be, I might be unfair, but yeah. it's on the other hand, it's fair to say that a lot of players didn't do enough to secure or guarantee the spot in the squad this year. So, okay, let's I, I just agree. Hope. I agree. Look, and, and the, the way I see it, bro, is that, look, I don't mean to be that guy to go on transfer market and look at all the free agents. But if we're looking for a short-term option, a free transfer, there are players available that can do a job. Okay? But once again, it doesn't fit our strategy the philosophy. And look, I hate using the word Dibomani because I'm one of the most impatient people when it comes to things like this. Because I said it on the pod the other day with with when I did the, re, what's it called? The reaction to, to JJ. We still need a striker. He said that Semedo can play centre forward. I don't see that. I see the pace that he's got. I see the, the quick feet. I see the skill. But for me, when it comes to having a centre forward, you need someone that's instinctive that can lurk in the box, has got that movement, that can put it away with one chance. Today, Semedo was running at defenders. He was trying to switch it to his left foot. He was doing a bit too much. He wasn't being instinctive. He wasn't shifting the ball half yard, put it in the, in the bottom corner. It was try too much. And this is what he does. I can't, you know, when, when JJ was, you know, rubbing his chin saying, oh, Semedo can play as a centre forward. I was like, bro, Come and pull the other one. Now, someone said in the comments earlier, I don't know who it is. I'm sorry. I don't want to keep scrolling up and I, I'm going to give you credit for saying this. But if he goes on the television and says, 
oh, you know, we, here we go. What's he supposed to say? We need the centre forward and the centre back. And this is exactly what I said on, on the reaction. If he goes out on the television or whatever and says, oh, we do need a centre forward, then it's music to the agents' ears and the, the selling clubs' yeah. ears because they have leverage over us. They're saying, well, you're desperate for a club. You're desperate to, to sign our striker. Yeah. We want more money for him yeah. if you're desperate for him. So it's all a game. That's all why a game. you have to read between the lines. Of course. Uh, at, the, at the end of the day, he didn't say... He said that this is a process. We, we, we're looking at players. But, you know, it, it's important that the player who's going to come in, uh, when he does and if he does, is going to add to the quality and the depth of the squad. And additionally, it's very important that these players, when they do come in, are going to improve the level of uh, competition between the players. Yeah. And, and it's not going to make them feel like, you know, oh, now in the hierarchy, I've dropped from, you know, second second option to third option. And well, I Mike is mention, cracking again. What have you done? Uh, I haven't done anything, man. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, I think, you know, we've done one we've hour done an and hour 20, 20 minutes, minutes man. So, we've done an hour and 20 uh, minutes. We, we, don't, we don't want it to be that, that show. <laughs> we don't yeah. want it to be that show. People are going to start turning off and everything. Yeah, so, so there's... It's almost half past, it's quarter past 12 here in Cyprus. There's 155 people watching. Again, thank you. Like, subscribe, follow us on, on our socials. Watch the other uh, programs we have on, on, on the channel. You know, obviously, uh, there's a lot of content on our channel, whether that be premium, whether it's the premiership, whether it's Adija. Whether this is Mapa, show show our support. Show us some well, this support. This is it. We have a pro listen. Sorry to interrupt. You. We have a Premier League podcast, right? Three out of the four people that are on it take me out of it. Saji Burton used to play for Crystal Palace. He's played top level football. Rodri Giggs, name says it all, right? And Steve Ayer, Christ, Steve Ayer was Man City's youth coach when they won the FA Cup, the FA Youth Cup in two thousand and eight. He coached, and he's good friends with Kieran Trippier, Daniel Sturridge, Ben Mee. There are some guests that we've had on, thanks to Steve, Adam Clayton, that was at Middlesbrough. So we bring the names on. Now, no, again, no disrespect to all the other podcasts, but there is no other podcast in Cyprus that can bring on names that have played in the Premier League. No one has done it yet. And this is why I keep saying, I don't care about the viewing numbers. I don't care about the viewing numbers. It, it doesn't bother me. But if you want to talk about content and, talk, and listen to people that have done it at the level, not people that, no disrespect, sit in the Gaffinair and, and talk football, it's great because this is exactly what we're doing. Gaffinair talk. Yeah? This is what we're doing because neither of us are pro footballers. But when you want that added extra from people that know the game inside out, okay, we do this. This is our level. We're levels. Okay? This is Mapa. Again, me and Thasso, but look at the guests that we've had on. Manu Garcia, Vucenovic, Shepovic, Zradi. <laughs> These are current players. Yeah. El Alucci, Joel Mal had a blinding game against Glasgow Rangers the other day, who you guys obviously know. Like I said, who gets these people on? Who? And again, it doesn't annoy me about the viewing numbers. It's like I keep telling you, Roy. It's not how many people are watching, it's who's it's watching. Who's watching. Right, this is Mapa, and I don't know if I said it on this pod. This is Mapa 
was featured in last month's World Soccer magazine. World Soccer magazine, that is a worldwide publication that's been around for 60 years, right? We were featured in that bloody magazine, okay? So we are going to different levels, and it's going to keep growing because, as I said, I'm not going to stop with this. I am like a pit bull. It's that simple. It's that simple. So anyway, we're going to be bringing in a fantasy football podcast as well. FPL. Let's see if anyone else is going to jump on that bandwagon soon. I wonder. So anyway, let's wrap, wrap it up, Roy. Yeah, I'll wrap it up. Tony Bond. Simera. Η τρίτη σε τρία ευρωπαϊκά παιχνίδια. Πολλά σημαντική. Thank you, Maria. Sorry. Sorry. Thank, Thank you, Maria. Μου. Thank Νίκη you σημαντική. Η τρίτη σε τρία ευρωπαϊκά παιχνίδια που πέραν που έναν ελαφρύ προβάδισμα που μας διά ε, πρέπει να συνεχίσουμε όπως είπε ο προπονητής μας και ο, 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 ο Ανδρέας, πρέπει να συνεχίσουμε συγκεντρωμένα, προσεκτικά ένα δουλέψει τακτική ακόμα παραπάνω στο γόνο παιχνίδι που δεν έχει αύριο εδώ ένα παιχνίδι είναι 90 ή όσο λεπτό χρειαστεί για να αποφασιστεί η πρόκριση έδειξε η Μιτζίλα ότι είναι μια ομάδα η οποία έχει ποιότητα ιδιαίτερα μεσοεπιθετικά, κινεί την μπάλα σωστά ένα πρέπει ίσως να δούμε πώ μπορούμε να απορροφήσουμε την πίεση που φυσιολογικά να δεχτούμε, να κρατήσουμε τη συγκέντρωση μας όπως καταφέραμε σήμερα σε πολλά μεγάλο χρονικά διαστήματα, να βελτιώσουμε ίσως ε, το τέτοιωμα μας ε, στις ευκαιρίες που να μας δοθούν και ελπίζω ότι την άλλη εβδομάδα μου να ξανακάνουμε το πότε να συζητούμε ε, για ακόμα μια πρόκριση που πλέον να μας φέρει ένα βήμα μακριά από τους ομίλους που όπως είπε και ο αθλητικός μας ευθυντής, είναι ο στόχος του της ομάδας. Από εκεί και πέρα να παρακαλέσω και εγώ που την πλευρά μου τον κόσμο να κάνει υπομονή. Ε, όπως είπα και εγώ πριν λίγο, θεωρώ ότι να έρθουν και κάποιοι άλλοι παίκτες μέσα στην ομάδα. Ε, το πότε και ποιοι και πόσοι, δεν μπορώ να το πω με βεβαιότητα, αλλά θεωρώ ότι δεν οι αλλά σημαντικότερο που τις μεταγραφές, επειδή δεν υπάρχει μαγικός αριθμός ο οποίος να σου κάνει καραντή ότι α, ξέρεις, αν έρθουν 7, 9, 10, 12, 14 παίχτες, you're guaranteed success. Το σημαντικότερο είναι να μπορείς να πιάσεις πράγματα που το εφιστάμενο ρόστερ και οι που να έρθουν να έχουν τέτοια επιρροή που να ανεβάσουν την υπόλοιπη ομάδα. Επαναλαμβάνω, δεν είναι αρκετό νομόνια, ε, να, να είναι απλά έναν καλύτερο version της περασμένης σεζόν, ο ανταγωνισμός είναι μεγάλος, αλλά ε, ελπίζω ότι η ομάδα να πάει καλά, να δείξουμε την υπομονή μας και να κρίνουμε έναν προς έναν τα παιχνίδια, του τον έχω να πω. Ελπίζω η ομάδα την άλλη εβδομάδα να φέρει πίσω την πρόκληση, που είναι πολύ σημαντική. Αυτά. Πάμε Thank you very much. Another one. It's been another great show. Apologies for making it now in 27 minutes, but you know, this shit is free. So mm. we're going to try and make the most of the time that we have. And Roy's getting a little bit tired. It's 20 past midnight in Cyprus. Thank you for everyone that's still watching. I'm going to say what I need to say. I think today 
we got a little bit lucky with the goal. I think we defended well as a unit. Of course, there are some mistakes that we made and we weren't punished. But I think, once again, it shows what I was talking about in the analysis, the members-only content, by the way, of how we've improved as a unit. If you go back to the members-only content, you'll see that I did analysis of when Sofroni came to where we're at now from a defensive perspective and an attacking perspective. And got to tip your hat off to the guy, got to give him his flowers. He and his backroom staff have worked wonders, not only rejuvenating this squad, but also making them more disciplined. Of course, we're making mistakes. Every player makes mistakes. Not every player has perfection in them. But the fact is, we're grinding out wins now. We're winning ugly, which is, again, another positive which we didn't mention. Today was an ugly win, but we will take it. And if we go it away from a, home... It wasn't a smash and grab, but it was, you know... It was ugly. It was ugly. Yeah. It was pull the pig. It was one of those, you you only go for her if you're drunk kind of thing. No, <laughs> no disrespect to all the ugly women out there. You're all beautiful. Um, inside <laughs> and out. Unless you're Lizzo. Go away, Lizzo. So, yeah, again, I'm, I'm happy with the result. I weren't sweating buckets, but next week or the, the next game is going to be twice as hard. Their fans are going to be up for it. It's going to be an intimidating atmosphere, no doubt. The Scandinavians love their ball, so it's going to be a different kettle of fish. So we need to keep their fans quiet. This is important. Keep their fans quiet. If we keep their fans quiet, slow the game down, tactical fouls, we, we, we need to win ugly or we need to get past them ugly. And then whatever happens in the next round, we'll worry about it if and when we get there. But anyway, thank you again for tuning in. Don't forget to like, subscribe, tell your nuna. Leave a comment if you're watching this not live. Leave a comment. Let us know your thoughts on the game. Let us know your thoughts on everything that we said. And until yeah. next time, boys and girls, yalla shilakamu. Let's yalla, go. Yalla.